Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. I'm one of your hosts, Gavin, joined by... I've done this twice other... Uh, t- twice other... Two other times now, and I still don't have a cool... Ne- de- like, deputy life Junior library? I don't know. Uh, we're joined by Aaron. <laughs> Hello! I'm your Hello. Aaron. And Aaron, you, I want to point out, you chose this story. <laughs> I chose this story. Yes, popular monster fucker Aaron Kian chose this story. <laughs> um, I chose it because, like, I don't know if it's just a thing in the circles I run in. It probably is. But monster fucking is an area that I have some expertise in. So <laughs> I saw I saw the title of, of, what is it again? I've already forgotten it. Taken by the Minotaur Herd. Yes. Um, and I was like, yep, that one. That's I'm going to take that one. I don't really regret it. <laughs> this cover. We got we to talk about the cover. Oh, my God. So, I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about the cover for a couple of reasons. First of all, what is happening here? <laughs> so, um, it's a thing in erotica that there are, I think I mentioned this in another episode or two, but, like, there are websites where you can purchase stock photos mm. to make erotic covers with like they specifically like bikini clad women or scantily clad uh muscle bound dude stereotypes to like slap on your covers this one is a <laughs> someone in a bikini holding an oldie style lantern on a fake rock with some a couple blades of grass in the background yeah it's like Honestly, I feel like they could have just not had a person on the cover and it would have been more effective because this just, because she's like, she's super, she's a supermodel. Like this, this woman on the cover, she's like, she looks like a supermodel and like, I'm, it just, it looks weird. It looks really like oil on her leg. It looks like. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm accustomed to that in like, you know, sexy photos, like, but like, it's so artificial. Mm-hmm. in a way that's very off-putting i do um, appreciate the pink lettering because that's not a thing you see a lot in yeah that's true like it's if, if, if it is pink it's something that's like buy this because you're a woman you know this yeah. one it's like taken by the minotaur herd which is a very aggressive verb but it's also like hey i'm pink fuck you yeah and i, I like that and i do think like um, without going into d- detail, like it is very much sort of, I've forgotten how to make words. Um, as do some of the authors on this show, as do some of the authors on this show. <laughs> um, but it is, it is a very like by women for women story, which yeah. feels kind of weird now us two guys reviewing it, but <laughs> <Hi>. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can keep that in mind going forward. Yes. <laughs> So, chapter one, I always like to read the... So, before we get into that, actually, I want to talk about some pre-reading thoughts I had about this. Oh. Because um, I I have some friends who write erotica on Amazon, um, and I am fully aware how restrictive Amazon's rules are about what is acceptable content. And I literally wrote down, 
There is no possible way this is going to be anything like its title implies, not if it can be sold on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Amazon, Amazon is Amazon. Amazon is particularly sensitive about bestiality yeah. and age play. And I think they're also pretty weird about incest content yeah. that isn't. That's why a lot of incest content that I we've touched on in the show is very like my stepbrother. It's, yeah, it's very. Yeah, those are kind of the, the big three, which I understand. But like it can get to very funny areas like um, as I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of like shifter erotica, you know, yep, yep, where yep. bears and all that. And like it's actually a rule that they can't fuck while they're in animal form, like yep. or while they're in monster form. And I'm like. Like, but why would people read the thing? What's if the that? point? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically there so the character could be like, wow, that unicorn's dick is wow. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay, now it's a dude. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, and I sort of, I feel for authors on that because, like, you know, there aren't a lot of ways to make money writing porn. And Amazon is kind of the only one. See, I have. I always have ideas that are generated by that, but they're not profitable because I'm like, well, why not just make erotica that is painfully self-aware where the characters will basically turn to the camera and go, man, I would sure love to fuck you while you're a horse, looks at camera, but obviously I couldn't because that yeah, would be immoral yeah. and wrong and would not fit the Amazon <laughs> terms and conditions. <laughs> I think that would go down pretty well, actually. Yeah, yeah. There would be a few, like, ah, oh, that's funny, sales. It would primarily be erotica authors looking for a snarky laugh. Pretty much, yeah. But that is, that. hey, that's a market. Yeah. <laughs> when we start off, I generally like to read out the first uh, sentence or paragraph, because, like, you know, English first class, a teacher's mm -hmm. going to be like, well, the thing that sells a book's the first sentence. That's what grabs you. So in this, this is a story told in five chapters which is i find adorable because the chapters are like two pages like two pages this was yeah like i mean we're gonna come back to this but um i paid four australian dollars for this <laughs> um and i do not feel i got my money's worth but we'll come back to that so the uh, the beginning of the cool salt spray stung Haley's stormy gray eyes as the small boat sped across the crystal blue sped through the crystal blue waters of the Aegean Sea. She smoothed the long cinnamon colored strand of hair, snap, snapping wetly in her hair into a neat ponytail, and shielded her eyes so she could watch the beautiful scenery speed by. Okay, one, it's water. Two. <laughs> We've already stumbled across one of my least favorite tropes of uh, of short fiction is the, I have raven black hair. And, yeah. Like, these I mean, are I will say, though, I will say, though, that that's pretty much the only thing we hear about what she looks like. Yeah. And that's that's pretty good by porn standards. Um, so I have to admit, I was pretty forgiving on that. I did. I had the same reaction when I went into it, but then I felt like it kind of it managed to avoid a lot of those pitfalls. We uh, oh, and if any, uh, this isn't necessarily on topic, but if anyone out there is about to pull up the uh, is about to Google it, four dollars Australian is two eighty eight American. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty. It's yeah, yeah. In fact, I might have lost money on that deal. <laughs> we have a college age wants to be a paleontologist someday and she accidentally happens to have a teacher who's spending the summer in greece yeah and taking students along like also like it's just yeah i mean 
Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I have a note actually of, um, we're talking about the teacher where, where it's like, you know, she's a, the brilliant archaeologist, Dr. Mayra. And I, my note <laughs> just says, of course she is. Um, of course she is. <laughs> like that, there's this weird kind of thing where it feels kind of like the main character has a bit of a crush on her teacher, but it doesn't really a little g- bit. like go anywhere. I found that kind of interesting and strange. It feels like there were notes for that. Like there's going to, well, this is a multi-story series. I will. It is. And that, yeah, again, $4 <laughs> for this one. It's a trilogy. Like, yeah, nah. Anyway. I actually, I I, I paid 11 cents more than you. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little burned on that one right now. It is 6,000 words for anyone wondering how long this is. Uh, it does say in parentheses on the description on Amazon, over 50% sex scenes. Thanks. <sighs> Yeah, and uh, again, we will probably come back to this, but there's only one. There's only yeah, one. It's there's one only long one, one long sex scene. That's it. That's that's all there is. So her brilliant archaeologist is bringing along. They make a point of saying like, "There's one other student and like three grad student, whatever." Like, there's a we we count out how many people there are, and I'm like, "Oh, I get it." She mentions how many like women and men there are so that there'll be some sort of separation. Like maybe the Minotaur herd's going to show up in the night and like take the women because they're trespassing on the Island. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to find all the tropes and like, where, what do we do in here? And it just, yeah. she, she rolls her ankle and there's a Minotaur right there. I, yeah. I have to say, I had a note, like what it was talking about, you know, like uh, all the other grad students. There was this whole thing about how um, the other students were really cranky because, like, Haley wants to go check out this cave, and the yeah. brilliant teacher is like, "Okay, I'll send you there with the team." And the team is cranky because, like, oh, Haley's the teacher's pet, and like, I'm gonna actually find my note. Yeah, it says the others were openly hostile to the exhibition, to the expedition. Sorry, um, and I'm like, these are archaeology students. Like, this yeah. is their job. Their job is to dig with toothbrushes forever. Like If someone says, hey, look, a cave on this long, uninhabited <laughs> island, the first response should be, well, fucking obviously we're going there. Yeah, like, I found that. And, and the, there doesn't seem to be any point to the other students not wanting, not liking this, aside from a way to separate her from yes. the group. And I'm like, just have her go off on her own. Like... There's also a note that the archaeology, like, majors are looking at the ground and, like, intently studying the ground. Yeah, hoping that's... <laughs> each of them hope to find some trace of civilization and gain credit. Like, I I have a pretty pessimistic look uh, outlook on the world sometimes, but Jesus, like, th- this author hates paleontologists. Yeah. Or just does not know shit about them. That's also quite possible. Yeah. Um, but it was, like... I don't know, because th- this thing does, and this is something I actually like about the story, is this is very much, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Indiana Jones, and now it's, I'm that, but it's sexy. Yeah. Um, and I actually quite like that. I think that kind of, like, wish fulfillment is, like, one of the great things you can do in porn. See, that's the kind of thing, I guess in my head, I've been finding the, the more we, the more I've been doing the show, 
the more I try to like calculate out how I would like this to go if it had more space to breathe. Mm. Like everyone's excited. I want to go look at that cave and it's an excuse to get her on her own. But it, it really should have been like, hey, there's a cave over there. We should check that out. And I want like three weeks on this island. I want them to start noticing food going missing. Oh, and interesting. Like tracks in the camp. Like maybe maybe the professor has an idea what's going on and covers up the tracks for the first couple of days. And that like... I did think uh, when this started out, I was expecting, because we have this, you know, brilliant archaeologist teacher, I was expecting that to be like a, she like sacrifices the student to the Minotaur herd. I I really expected that. She gives them new fuck toys and and they give her a boon of some sort. Yeah, I was really expecting that and I was like, not disappointed it wasn't there, but like, that would have been better. (laughs) <laughs> um, I will say it's it's not a positive ending, but it's not necessarily a negative ending for the 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 kind of kinks we're dealing with here. Exactly. There are a lot, I'm, like, there are a lot we... of kinks out there that come with negative endings. You know what I mean? Like the ha got you, fuck you. And like we should probably mention actually that this story consent is extremely dubious in yes, this story. Uh, but on it's Amazon, very... it has dark fantasy, menage erotica, like in yeah, the title. Yeah, it's very upfront about that. Like this is this is consent is um, dubious, dubious at best. <laughs> at best. Um, see what I find interesting because I actually really liked that this sort of got to the point quickly. Um, yes, that was that was something I really liked because. I have read porn where, like, they go on, you know, they really, they they know that this porn is their magnum opus and they're, they're going to put all their world building on their sci-fi universe they've been working on since they're 16 yep, into yep, this yep. porn story. And I'm like, I'm just here to jerk off. Can we, like, not, <laughs> you know? like Somewhere I, on the Red Light Library uh, Discord server we have running right now, uh, for all the like different hosts that are trying out the show right now, there's there was a joke I think Victoria posted where it's like the running gag with or the running problem that erotica comic uh, like creators have is it's like check out my erotica it has 18 pages of spaceship backstory yeah yeah like it's a it's a real thing and like I get it like as a writer I get it but also I'm not here for that. Like, I, you, you paid four dollars. I paid some four dollars for and this, and it said fifty percent sexy. Yeah, so I, I was actually very, I was really happy with how fast we kind of got to the point. Um, that that is a huge plus for this story, uh, which does not contain many pluses, but that is a huge plus. Is we did get I, to the point quickly. I do appreciate that there is a detail here that the Minotaur speak old Greek. Yeah. And it takes yeah. her a minute to like collect her thoughts and decode what they're saying. I know this is way too much effort because it would require the person writing it to know Greek. Yeah. But the I it would be cool to see it represented as a sort of like mixed like she can understand some of the words and some of the sentences in oh, yeah, yeah. English and the some of the sentences not in English. Yeah. Uh, but maybe also say she's a linguistics minor or something like that just because suddenly they're just talking i think there was a note about her studying it at some point but yeah Uh, but yeah i liked that also i also like i have to say like in the lead up to before we get to the action i have a few highlights where the author is not actually a terrible writer like no there's some really good stuff like i have i'd like to actually read this bit this is not a porny bit but i really liked it because i thought it was well it was a good description (laughs) was 
The dirt was black and damp, coated with a covering of exotic dry leaves. Her bare hands and knees sunk into the ground, leaving her own trail of strange prints covering the rest. Like, I really liked that. That is a good example of show, don't tell. Like, there's Mm. a lot of details. You You can sense what you're dealing with. Yeah, it when this author settles down a bit and actually takes some time to describe what's happening, there are really like they're a very evocative writer. And I actually really wish there was a bit more of that. Like I know I just said, oh, I like it when we get to the point, but this author is really, really good at very evocative descriptions, and I would have loved to have seen a bit more of that. Get to explore the island a little bit more. Yeah, like or not even just then, like even in the sex, like give us a bit more physicality you know like like let us sort of let it be visceral you know because i think that if with a little bit more focus this author would write some really wonderful visceral descriptions um which we We don't uh, really get (laughs) we get a sense of the kind of uh author we're dealing with with odessa leech if one opens up their uh it taken by the Minotaur herd is probably one of the more pedestrian titles of the <laughs> yeah <laughs> pregnant in the lair of the gargoyles a throne fit for a slave queen parentheses dark paranormal sex rough monster menage erotica yeah like like i i i think this author like with a little bit more effort like i think there would be some really amazing stuff that could come from this author yep i will okay so the there's a a teeny bit i don't know if this is like feeding into the kink a bit but there's this one sentence that just kind of stuck out as weird this one minotaur finds her and takes her back to the cave as she's being carried uh, she sees that there's five minotaurs there's paintings on the wall she deduces that this is some sort of fertility temple and Haley thought from what little these brutes showed a civilization they at least had some sort of primitive society I what the, sort of i have the same thing highlighted <laughs> what sort of racist uh anthropologist bullshit is this like it just like what like Oh, what? Yeah. And also, like, and again, like, this show don't tell, don't tell us that, don't have Haley say that, like, just, I don't know, describe the actual temple. Like, let us draw our own conclusions, you know? And I actually, like, the sentence after it is like, uh, it was hard to turn off the logical part of her brain, which was simply fascinated by the discovery in order to see the very real danger here. The very real danger. Why can't she do both? That like, mental <laughs> sentence, because she doesn't say it out loud, but that mental sentence feels like maybe in an earlier draft, this was aimed at her being a stuck-up, like, I, uh, this is probably what it would be described as, stuck-up bitch. Like, yeah. that kind of, she's a snooty archaeologist, and she thinks she's above all these primitive cultures, and then they fuck it out of her. I don't know. That that feels like it's a leftover from something, not necessarily yeah, just... That. Yeah, because it's whenever I find weird details, it, I just am reminded of when I edit something and change it, and then go back and find like a weird sentence and think, "Ah, fuck, I should, <laughs> I left that." Yeah, yeah, it, it it is really like like I can sort of see what the author is going for, but it just comes off really weird and yeah, kind of racist. Like you know, you can you could you could write about how strange it seems to the protagonist without like talking about how feeling weird 
Yeah, and how primitive they are and, you know. And, I mean, I know a little bit of that does go into the kink because a lot of this kind of, especially with Minotaurs, a lot of it is about, like, you know, that really hyper-masculine, like, dominator-conqueror, like, you know, lizard-brain-focused kind of character. Um, But that doesn't mean you should give in to that in that way, frankly. It feels like... It feels like they're leaning, as you say, they're like leaning into that masculine dominant side, especially there's a lot of talk mm. of they they have a really strong sense of smell and there's a lot of talk of snouts. And I think that's Lash's way of dodging bestiality rules. So the smell thing, hey, something I have expertise in. So the smell and the, the musk uh, is actually a really common thing in Minotaur porn. Um, okay. It's actually really common for uh, the the scent of minotaurs to like, you know, make women go into heat and like, you know, all that kind of thing. And like, um, some stories there's even like sort of an addictive quality to the smell. Um, like, so that that kind of that the scent and the muskiness is really common trope in minotaur fiction, where like you know, the smell overwhelms you and you can't help but, like, give in to your baser urge kind of thing. Also, like, mechanically, that makes the most sense because, I mean, they a, a minotaur, for anyone who's not familiar, uh, is a... The, the mythological creature usually is depicted as human body, hooved feet, bull head. And, and, let's, and that's a good opening to talk about something that, again, this is not the author's fault. fault. This is Amazon's oh, yeah. fault. But, like... So the, all the classic Minotaur imagery I've seen, they've sort of been, like, when we say hoofed feet, that usually means cow from the waist down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and again, I was like, how are we going to get around this, Odessa? It was, <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, these Minotaurs are cows from the thigh down, mm-hmm. as if it were boots, and then, like, fucking neck up. Kinda. Yeah, and even then, there's even there's a sentence in there somewhere that says that their their heads are actually just like a mix between human and bull, um, which is not described very well. And Odessa, I know you can describe things. Please describe this horrific creature, because what does that look like? Oh my god! <laughs> I I googled minotaur and I got the most like there are some standard minotaur things i'm just gonna throw it in the general chat for you right here on discord that is oh, the most to turn around, fucked on. up min- minotaur like in depiction i see it's got this weird like bull eyes but a human skull for the snout thing going on oh my god yeah right that is fucked up <laughs> it's like someone uh decided to make a minotaur like their heraldry thing and just kind of yeah. kept going Ooh. Anyway, that's way off topic. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like I actually like, and again, like the author, I'm like, you're killing me here, Odessa, because you're not a bad writer. Like there was a note about the hair um, that covers the hooves was so long, it looked soft and curly at the ends. And like, you can picture that like the kind of draft horse kind of look, right? And I'm like, yeah. that's that's a beautiful detail. Give us more of that. Like, <laughs> give us more of that. Yeah, uh, my, 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 I just, yeah, I wrote a note on my Kindle again. This isn't at the author when it was describing the Minotaurs that just says, give us cow dicks, Amazon, you cowards. <laughs> yes. That is, that is the perfect note to have <laughs> on that situation. 
let me delete that minotaur photo before people start asking questions. <laughs> so <laughs> the lar- the largest of the five came close. His almost human eyes looked up at like there's a lot of almost human here yeah. to kind of feed into that. And again, like just describe it. Like you know, like I just please tell me what these minotaurs look like, because you've done kind of a bad job and I don't know. So there's like uh the first bit of dialogue that they have together, uh in Greek he spoke, his voice uh shaking her, You can scream, but it doesn't fool us, he said calmly in his deep low voice. He turned her around so that he breathed the next part in her ear, his warm wet snout pressing against her bare back. We can smell your desire, girl. And that like that feels like what you sign up for. Yes. Like that's Very the kind of so. there there it is. That's the shit we spent four dollars for. Once it gets to the sex, we do start to see a lot more of like that good shit. It's just there's no this this story has no foreplay, Gavin. Not like, at all. This story Not has at like all. and I don't mean between the characters. I mean there's no foreplay to the reader. Like I want don't... talk of like I don't need a ceremony because that's kind of that's kind of weird and yikesy. Yeah, but talk of like you were the first mate we've had in 30 years like something like, along those lines a good way into it there's a sentence about like you know like oh you know her panties were like soaked through and i'm like could yeah. you have you could have led us up to that like you could have like like we only know that because you just told us like show us a little bit more of how turned on she's getting like she she gets thrown into a basically a jail cell at the very end of it, and that's like, teaser, buy the next one, please. Yeah. What if they threw her in there first, and there's, like, drawings yes. on the wall that a previous person who was taken did, showing various sex positions. Yes, and, and like, she, or she can feel so terrible about how she's turned on by these things. Like, and, uh, yeah, and then Or, like, then have them, have the Minotaurs up. have an, a discussion about who gets to take her, you know? Because this is very clearly presented as, like, a, a sort of pack mentality group. Or they like, have to wait for the alpha to show up. Exactly. Like, like, give us some of that. Like, give us, as the readers, give us some anticipation. Because this just goes straight from, like, story bit, sex bit. There's no in-between. And it's like... We haven't even touched on it. The whole point of the dig is they are... Lo- they, the the super awesome professor knows there are pieces of Minotaur lore in Japan, in, like, Eastern Asia. There are... she's She's finding different pieces of minotaur myth Mm. in other places so there's this idea that it's that there might be some sort of like ancestral lucy like where the myth started they're not looking for real minotaurs but why don't we play into that why don't we have like a campfire scene where like where they drink some bit and she's like you know there's actually a bunch of shit about how minotaurs fuck good yeah (laughs) and i mean that's not like you know, I mean, I know that erotica tends to take place in worlds where erotica doesn't exist, but like, yeah. it would have been great for like maybe one of for either the teacher or Haley to be like, you know, oh, I had this sexy dream about minotaurs because we're talking about them all the time. Like, oh my goodness, you know. Or the teacher like whips out an a really out of date textbook and she's like here's some pictures from my first dig as you we, these are actually fertility great engravings and yeah. like. I mean, and to be fair, I think any archaeologist reading that would be like, 
highly offended, but like, it's not for you, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's for people to get off. Like, <laughs> if, if there, if the, you know what, art, I bet I guarantee it, archaeologist erotica would be, hey, you submitted your PhD thesis <laughs> and it got approved on the first day. No edits. It's like, Boom. I got to go on a dig and I actually got to go near the dig site. I didn't just have to run around doing other hey, stuff. You got drunk the first day you're supposed to write your thesis and you tripped and it hit your keyboard and there it was <laughs> it just pow and you don't have to do shit to it there's erotica yep uh we've got we've gone a little bit off, off we topic. Have. um so, so i felt a little let down by the positioning of the actual sex in this okay before we, we get to that i have a bone to pick with this story <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the biggest like Fuck, I nearly threw my Kindle across the room because there was... All right, let me find the quote. Because I don't want to misquote this because this <laughs> Very sh- important. shat me up the wall. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they're like... They pry her legs apart and, like, one of them's like, a virgin? You know? Yes. And then it's like, you know, how could you tell it by the smell? And then the quote is, he laughed, poking his thick fingers gently between her folds and tapping against some part of her, some not by part smell, of her. girl, by sight. Hymans don't work <laughs> like that! H-Y-M-E-N. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> like, that is not how... If that was true, she needed surgery about ten years ago. There's not like a... <laughs> It's not like it's not like a black and yellow striped caution tape across the <laughs> vagina. Like I'm, I like I understand that like cherry popping is a thing in fiction, but you don't need to go full on medically inaccurate. Like yes, just you know you can still like say he know. can smell it. Who gives a just shit? Just say he can smell it. I mean, Minotaur. As I said, scent kink is a huge part of Minotaur kink. Just say he can smell it. And we're talking about a bull man. Like, <laughs> just that, I like that, like, if we were rating this on a star rating, that <laughs> sentence alone lost a star from me. Like, gotcha. just, that is not how anatomy works. No. Like, the state of people, uh, people's understanding of, like, female-coded uh, reproductive anatomy in society is bad enough. Like, don't go making it worse with your erotica. Like, yeah. just, ah. Uh, anyway sorry that just really pissed me off also the like some part of her thing really fucked with me because there's this weird sort of like tee hee we're going to dance around it phrasing that's used mainly in erotica in erotica coded for women to read there's a difference between being more artistic in your descriptions of things and being uh creative yeah and then just enforcing the idea that like it's not even that she's ashamed because if it was like she's ashamed yeah that's the and thing. you do it, that it, that it, works it feeds into a, like a cultural shame because it's like i mean i'm pretty sure there's nothing in this i'm pretty sure it's meant to present her as like oh the innocent virgin but yes. she hasn't she's already that she doesn't need this weird like lack of knowledge about her own body just inserted into like the text like it it just it really bugs me like just for the love of god any erotica writers listening please don't do that like just please don't like you can still do the cute innocent virgin thing without feeding into weird 
bullshit. Also, when you're writing dialogue for a character that's speaking in Greek and then it's supposedly being translated into English by the character's brain, how about we pay attention to when it might sound English, like like actual English? Because like, yeah. <laughs> when I was reading that, my brain, my broken brains, uh, tapping against some small part of it. Not by smell, girl, by sight. Like, yeah, like it. It, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, but, like... So then they bone. <laughs> so then they bone. And yeah, I agree. The positioning is weird. There's this pre-boning thing where one of... Uh, there's a there's one that's white. There's two that are, like, bronze Mediterranean skin tone And then there's one that's, like, black. Uh, and there's one other whose skin tone I can't fucking remember because they blend together so I, easy. Yeah, I literally... But, you've already remembered more than me. There, I think there are five. And the whole big deal is, like, she's she's keeping track of who's had theirs and who hasn't uh she is held up and she just basically like bear hugs him she get like she's like well i'm into it i guess so she wraps her arms around him and she's like naked pressed against his chest and his dick is about to push against her vagina but then there's a a bull behind her like it's it specifically says it pulls her ass cheeks apart and cups them and i'm mm. like oh i get it they're gonna like they're so beefy and strong and masculine, they're going to use her like a sex toy. Like, there's no laying down yeah, or yeah, doggy yeah. or any of that shit. They're going to use her while standing up, and that's going to feed into that. And then they're like, well, we did this version of foreplay, I guess. Here, you're on the floor now. And I'm like, well, you're trying to do threesomes and shit. You're trying to do double penetration yeah. and, like... I get it. Well, they put her in doggy to do an Eiffel Tower situation. Like that, yeah. I understand that. It the positioning is a mess. It's a mess. Like I, I very rarely knew what was happening. At, like, well, I knew what was happening, but I didn't know how it was happening. At most points in the sex, there, there like, are some times in erotica where it feels like because when one is pleasuring themselves while reading you can kind of get into a a lust haze where details totally. don't really matter anymore it's more that reading about these things happening and sometimes when you read it read shit like this that kind of blurs it feels like the writer was turned on during this scene I, I and ha- therefore I have they were note. just like Th- there are a lot of typos not long after the sex yes. starts <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um yeah i'm pretty sure this was a certain degree of one-handed typing um, and that they didn't Which, have hey, an editor. That's uh, that might be the best way. You know, this oh, is it the totally porn, is, but this then is the you porn version of write write drunk, edit sober. Yes, write horny, edit sober. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah, and like the thing with the positioning that annoys me is you could have just written that Haley was like overwhelmed in a haze of lust and had no idea what was happening, and that would have been totally fine. Like yeah, you know, just do that. Also, if you're gonna say fifty percent sex scenes do something to break them up maybe yeah. the maybe the minotaur yeah, that finds it does her all kind of like blur together a bit hey maybe the minotaur that finds her does stuff with her and then she is taken in the night or she's found the next day something like that maybe that minotaur gets in shit for I mean, not shit. giving her to the alpha i you would know? have been happy with just the alpha has his way and then dumps her in the cell for a bit and then the rest have a go later like they just, they get the they get the afters yeah, yeah like just anything because it just and i mean to a certain degree i get it because this is very much a ravishment fantasy where the idea is like you know you're so like it just all happens at once and it's the human is so like 
uh, irresistible and like you know you you the person who's being ravished enjoys it so much they just like you know bliss out the whole time and I, I do get that but again there's a difference between what you need to do for your character versus what you need to do for your reader yeah why is she's giving blowjobs at all in this scene i i question it- i think just because that's what you do in gangbangs right yeah because like i got i guess i want more of a a herd structure like the two bronze ones she figures out the white one is the second in command mm. so like in i guess it would just be in order like the alpha gets to impregnate her the second in command gets to fuck her ass and the other ones get blowjobs you know what i'm saying like, yeah exactly like that would make more sense like I mean, I guess there is kind of a thing in here about how you belong to the herd now, so maybe yeah. there's not that um, that kind of thing, but it, it's just, yeah. And again, I'm just, so I'm just scrolling through it, and like, again, this is, the, Odessa, like, you're killing me, because when you try with your descriptions, you're good. Like, there's a bit where it's written, she closed her grey eyes tight as touch came pouring down on her skin like a storm of hot rain. Like, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like, that's so good. Like, give me more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Flex those muscles a little bit more. The, this this whole story would just be a lot better if the author just kind of took a break, came back, and then went through it again and just add... And this is weird. This is the first time I've ever add, given this as, like, writing advice. But just add some padding. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Fluff please, a bit. like, add some, some stuff in there. Because it, it just... Because... It kills me, because this author, when they try, they're so good, you know? And then it's just nothing. Because we are already we are already at 32 pages, and a good chunk of that 32 pages is not this story, because yeah. we, live in an, we live in a world where Amazon, or, uh, Kindle Unlimited exists, which is just Netflix for books, and you get paid by the page read instead of mm. the whole thing. So... You got to pad it out by being like, here's an excerpt from the next book. And here's an excerpt from these other two books. So there's like three or four previews after the story's over. So there's ba- it's basically double length. So we're looking at 18 pages-ish. Yeah. Including the cover and the copyright page that's the same one everyone uses. And the and the table of contents in this erotica. That's adorable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's an Amazon requirement and I'm just laughing at it, it prob- anyway. I think it might be, actually. But I we're dealing he, with 18 yeah. pages, yeah, 21, pa- 21 pages of story with padding and more not sex. Because here's the thing. Like I said, I was expecting either a gotcha ending or she is she is on their side at the yeah. end of it. So I was waiting for either they throw her in a cell like they do and she's like, oh no. Like it mm. wears off, the, the lust wears off, or... She finishes, and she, in Greek, stumbles through saying, hey, there are, like, five other women on the island right now, and I know where they are. Yeah. It's it's really hard to figure out what Haley actually thinks about all this in general. Like, once the sex starts, she kind of just... And again, like, during the sex, I understand you've got the lust haze, but, like, uh, yeah, it's... I don't know. Maybe, like, again, not a normal writing advice I would give, but maybe this would have been better in first person. The um, the description of the next book ends with, uh, Haley is determined to uncover their secrets, but what she finds might just lead to a punishment that leaves her wanting more. So, mm. like, from 
the first book has five reviews and has an average of four stars. Oh, I looked at this as well. Yes. <laughs> the second one has a three reviews, average of three stars. The third one, two reviews, average of one star. Yeah. The third one, oh, the third one, Julia is caught by the Minotaur herd trying to save Haley, and they are ready to punish her by giving her body to the whole herd to share. Uh, that, now that... Haley is has to rescue the rescuer is in the only way she can think of by offering herself in Dr. Mara's place. But what if the Minotaur King has other plans? This one's 10,000 words instead of 8,000 words. The one star review for the third one, one star, not what I expected. And um, someone paid nine bucks for the full like, that, series. Yeah. And they were like $9 for no story and unappealing sex by Kindle customer. Yeah, this is a particular, a partially a review of the whole trilogy. The author has managed to take what is really a very short story and stretch it just long enough to justify the three books. There are hints of a story, but nothing you can sink your teeth into. Obviously, this is supposed to be erotica, and this may have excused the general lack of story. But the sex scenes are described rather poorly, and with the exception of one scene that doesn't actually include sex, rather unappealingly. I would have rated it two stars, but the thing really pushes it down to a one. Is you have to pay nine bucks to get the entire uh the entirety of this means nothing yeah 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 and that like as like i've gone on about my four dollars a lot like but that's the thing like this is this is part one if this was a buck i would be way more charitable like if this was um, one or two dollars i'd be like yeah this is pretty good there's a story that i've harped on a lot we reviewed it back in fuck i don't know like last year or sometime i guess it was called captain future and the corn dildo from outer space and the whole gag the the gig was or the gag was it's like a pulp 50s pulp sci-fi kind of story Mm. where it's like you know a, a female version of captain kirk she plays a version of captain kirk basically on tv aliens contact humanity they give them free technology but it has to be her so she has to go up there in character to the spaceship and then wacky shit happens she has to masturbate with a piece of corn to save everybody but (laughs) it's so wacky and weird the first one's free and the next ones are like two bucks each and they're about this length and you know what you're getting into and i'm not saying your story has to be free to start off with no of course but like but 99 cents for this would have been fair yeah. For what I've read on this show for over a fucking year, this is a 99 cent ass story. Yeah. And it, and like it's the thing that kills me about this is that it's not a bad story. Like there are enough good things about this story that like it's not a steaming trash heap. Like yeah. it just it, it's just the it's <laughs> what flaws it has are great. <laughs> this um I want to look at some of the Amazon reviews here real quick for the first one. Uh, Top five-star review from 2015. Five-star. Recommend from Mimi Bartlett. Wasn't sure what to expect, but I truly enjoyed this book. Taken by the Minotaur Herd was a sexy story with a decent storyline, a smart, likable heroine, and super hot sex scenes that sizzled. If you like group sex erotica, this (laughs) is one of the ones. This... Tons of exclamation points generic phrasing five star the title of the review is recommend with an exclamation mark mimi got it for free yeah this was like a giveaway for a review situation that is so generic i purchased there's another ashley johnson five star review i purchased this with smut in mind and was very happy with what i got 
I was very impressed with the way this book was written. I purchased this with smut in mind and was very happy with what I got. <laughs> nice copy-paste there. Personally, I can't wait to read more. There are two three-star reviews that are titled Three Stars. One says, Steamy Fantastic Sex. Why is it three stars? Uh, and the other one was, It was different, but fun to read. <laughs> hey, uh, Prissy2000, cool game, two thumbs up, which is the reviewer name. It says taken by the Minotaur herd in the title. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, and it, a five star that just says fun read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any any further, any final notes on um, this delightful piece? I'm just looking at things that we've already covered. I think we've actually covered most of them i would like so i do want to say the sex scenes themselves they were a bit confusing and a bit bland but they're not bad yep like it is it is perfectly possible porn like if you subscribe to it like if you saw the kinks in the title and you were like dark fantasy yes. yeah you, the you're porn is a huge decent. size like yeah you want it yeah i would like to uh, i would like to read another bit of the porny bit um because again like the author when 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 they try they're not terrible so this was yes. i think this is her when she comes for the first time she was cresting on the wave of an earth-shattering orgasm crying out in staccato shouts as her insides clenched in a fierce explosion of burning passion now that's a bit floral See? but yeah. that's good like that's it's, really yeah. good <laughs> And it doesn't feel like that's padding for time. No, that that's feels just... like it's written because they wanted to write that sentence. And because that's what the character is going through. Like, it, this is very, like, overall, like, this story is meh. Because it's not yeah. bad, but it's not good. We do play with, um, because the whole, the other thing is their dicks are huge because they're oh, yeah, cows. Yeah. But there's one, <laughs> I didn't make a note of it, but in my head, I just kind of like noted it. Uh, whenever you play with huge size, especially dick size, you have to come down from it at some point. So yeah. there's one part where she's like, this dick in me is huge. And then that Minotaur pulls out and the next one in line isn't as big. And she's just like, it wasn't as big, but fuck, it was still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean in terms of recommendations if you're into i mean so look the fact is if you're into minotaur sex you're gonna find better shit online for free than this yeah to be honest um and that again that's not entirely the author's fault that's mostly amazon guidelines um but like it's all right i guess it's it's fine it doesn't help that it is in the same it's in the same neighborhood of Amazon where like I uh I just saw and the people also bought the Dungeon of Depraved Beasts an erotic horror novel Dungeon of the Depraved series book 1 and it's like this really badly made 3D air quotes monster that just looks like a shitty Hulk fan art. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, yeah, she totally fucks that. That's totally what's going to happen here. <laughs> Uh, there's a, oh, I just found Dungeon of the Depraved Bees Volume 2. It's a, uh, nude woman with no nipples, apparently, because she's topless. Okay. Like, I, there's probably, this is probably, like, just careful camera placement. I'm totally cutting this part, yeah. but, yeah, you know no, they I totally. I would like to see? I would like to see one of those covers with the nippleless covers, and I would like the actual character to, like, 
have had a mastectomy and like get replacements, you know, like have a reason for it. (laughs) Not, not just, yeah. Like there's no magic kink where it's just like, where'd they go? (laughs) (laughs) Or, Or that, I mean, that's honestly, that's still better than just not ever like dealing with the fact Honestly. (laughs) So if you are interested in picking up Taken by the Minotaur Herd or anything else by Odessa Lash, Lash, you can pick it up on Amazon. uh, Taken by the Minotaur Herd, a virgin's discovery, dark fantasy menage erotica. Uh, It is currently $2.99 on Kindle. It is not on Kindle Unlimited, like I said earlier, which is weird. Yeah, there, it's not on Kindle Unlimited. Why not? Should be. It's it's perfect for it. <laughs> um, you can check it out there. It's probably on Smash Words and whatnot. I did not look it up. Uh, and if you want to find Aaron online, where can we find you? Uh, so you can find me via my website, AaronKian.com. That's E-R-I-N-K-Y-A-N.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter as at AaronKian. Um, also, if you like monster fucking, I wrote a zine full of poetry about monster Yay. fucking uh, called Raunch Monstrosity, which you can find at RaunchMonster.com. <laughs> That that's one of those URLs where you have to be fought. You just feel good for owning it. Oh yeah, I do. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to find the Red Light Library, well, you're here. But our website is redlightlibrarypodcast.wordpress.com. The Twitter account is at Red Light Library. The Instagram, which I haven't made yet, is Red Light Library. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at the Pod Report, T H E P O D R E P O R T, where I talk about podcasts and shit. If you slap wordpress.com after that, that's my website where I do the same thing. And I think that'll do it. Thanks so much for joining me and talking about this wacky erotica, Aaron. Thank you for having me. It's good to <laughs> finally put my expertise to use. <laughs> you need a little desk plaque. This is monster yes, fucking expert. Monster fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. See you next time. Bye.